This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Face Podcast. Uh, my name is Jeff Ramsey. With me, as always, Andrew Panton and Gavin Free. Uh, neither of whom are American. Just thought I'd throw that out there. That's uh, this sad. is episode one hundred. It's what episode one hundred eleven of season four, year three, volume one. I have a question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I, I sort of opened Discord maybe ten minutes ago, and there was no one in here. So I'm wondering. Did we have some extremely short pleasantries again? Dude, let me tell you about the pleasantries. (laughs) Go ahead, Jeff. I logged in. I logged in. I I saw Andrew and Nick were already in. So I hopped in at 2.57 to have pleasantries. And I hopped in and the first thing I heard Andrew say is, and that's the end of that conversation. We'll pick this up at a later date. Oh, this is is a weird one. This is not on our normal day. This is almost an emergency face meeting. Dude. (laughs) <laughs> not not only is it yeah and i it, i was telling andrew before uh i have so fucking much to talk about gavin you know about a lot of it uh you, there's one thing that happened to me this morning that you don't know about though uh i have so <laughs> much to fucking talk about but all i care about is a tuxedo so i'm just gonna list my notes and then if we get to them we get to them but at least they're on the pay at least they're on the recording and so i'll remember to get back to them someday so i'm gonna say uh here's my notes real fast boot stamp uh fart movie new laptop Hi, Disney. Bye, Disney. High seas, high five. Gavin doorbell dream. Oh, that's another one you don't know about, Gavin. Uh, (laughs) Wrecked car gets wrecked. And prepare to yell at Andrew about tuxedo. So, Andrew, uh, let's get into the tuxedo. (laughs) Go right to the... Well, before we get to the tuxedo, I just want Gavin to know it was a shorter pleasantry period, and I was very stressed about that. I was getting ready, hop in for some quality, quality pleasantries at like 1247, my time. And I was like, you know what? Got to use the bathroom. So I went to use the bathroom. It was a larger bathroom trip than I anticipated. Thought it was you fast. Well, your pre- pleasantries, well, didn't you? Uh, it was a real problem. I was sitting <laughs> on the toilet looking at the clock like, I'm running out of pleasantry time. I want to talk to Nick about some things before Jeff gets here. And he typically gets here five minutes before. So. And were you opposed to joining the Discord from the toilet just to have pleasantries with Nick through your phone? Uh, not opposed to it, but I guess it didn't it didn't occur to me. I was thinking about all the things that I need to discuss because a lot has happened since we first of all, the tuxedo. Why? Why did we bleep that in the most recent episode? That was the thing that was bleeped a million times. I don't understand why we did that. Why you're did we idiot. do that? You're an idiot. You're, a, you're such a stupid bastard. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't because, understand how this is my fault. That came out before the freaking auction. And that's the exact conversation I was trying okay. to have with you where you were like, oh, with this, we don't have clearance to land. I was like, that episode hasn't come out yet. We still have time to bleep it. What's amazing to me is that when I proofed it, there weren't any bleeps. So I don't know uh, when it got bleeped. There was a missing bleep and a tuxedo came out. Yeah, so but is, it didn't come out hard. It only came out to the people who were paying extra attention. Right. It was like an extra. Well, I mean, it. so the tuxedo itself ended up being the one of the last items in that block of auction period. So it was on Thursday. The auction started on Tuesday. The tuxedo aspect of it happened on a Thursday, but it takes like several days to make your account for it. So that's why I didn't get why it was bleeped. Because even if it was before, unless somebody already had an account, it just felt like a niche thing. 
So I didn't know why that happened, but I guess so. You, I, I, you were saying it shouldn't have been bleeped because it takes so long to get an account. Yeah, like that we even though fine. possibly the auction could have happened if our lot was on Tuesday, I didn't realize how it worked at the time. But also, it takes several days to like get approved. You have to get you have to send in a lot of stuff. It's a whole process. It takes you several days. Who knows if it takes a, a an average person several days? No, it takes everybody. I mean, you have to. Nick fucking has supplied send in some more info. He said, only on first for a few hours, unfortunately. Eric made the call on the day we turned in the final version. So it was a mad dash to edit. So Eric said, day of, it needs to be bleeped. Is that what you're saying? I guess so. Based on what Nick said. Well, I will say people seemed to really like the bleeps. Day before. They liked the bleeps. <laughs> yeah, they thought, it was, they thought it was, they thought it was like so, so bleepy it was comical. Because we were talking about it. The reason it was bleeped the week before <laughs> was because we didn't know whether we were going to talk about it. What we discussed in that one is that it that is now fine to talk about. And then after that, we realized Andrew's done the maths wrong. No, yeah. my math was correct. That's what I'm you arguing. I don't know why we did that. was wrong. Well, you, I, you know, you're yelled at me. It's very possible I did, but I don't think we needed the bleeps. I think it doesn't well, matter. Get away from the bleeps. I just don't. They weren't. By the, way, by the way, just just for the audience that is desperately trying to understand what the fuck is going on, uh, this is the Jackie Chan tuxedo from the movie Tuxedo that we were going to buy at auction. We got Rooster Teeth to agree to let us spend up to $3,000 to buy the tuxedo, which they expected to go for $2,000. And then we put it in Andrew's incredibly capable hands. And I <laughs> knew in the moment we agreed to do that, it was a mistake. So. When I was, I, I feel like I was the one that was pushing for this idea the hardest. And I thought it would be so funny for us all to watch the auction together and we could bid on it and go through the highs and the lows of trying to secure it. That was my vision for it. Literally every other person involved with this show was out. They were away. So it was just me by myself. And uh, that was terrifying because I got given the Eric card, which by myself is a lot of responsibility. It was very terrifying to add that to my account. I had an all-time dumb moment where Eric sent me the card as two images, like the front of the card or the back of the card, and he sent me the photo of the front, and I was putting that in, and I instinctually grabbed my phone and looked at the back of it to put in the bottom, the, the, the back of the card. Like, I didn't swap photos. I'm so used to, like, looking at a card and then just twisting it over for the, the verification number. I physically looked at the back of my phone. So that's a great start. Then... I went into the auction because this is Tuesday and our lot is until Thursday. And I thought, oh, I've never like experienced this before. It could be fun to just kind of get a feel for it and see what, what like maybe I can learn a strategy from this. And so I'm not really paying attention. And the item up is like some outfit from Star Trek, like one of the Star Trek shows. Oh. And it's expected to go between like six hundred dollars to like a thousand or something like that. And I looked and it was currently at $20,000 was the, the, the bid active. And I wasn't really paying attention. Then I thought I bumped my keyboard and I was convinced that I placed a $25,000 bid on a piece of Star Trek memorabilia. So that was terrifying. I thought I died. I had to quadruple check, make sure I was all good. That was fine. Void that. So then I was scared to even open the auction. I have until a question. Tuxedo time. Go ahead. Uh, my headphones went off for about two straight minutes there. What did I miss? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew may or may not have accidentally bid $22,000 on a Star Trek outfit. Oh, okay. So we're not at the tuxedo yet? No. No, no. Oh, okay, sorry. All right. Before we get to the tuxedo, I just want how would you guys feel? I'm just hypothetically throwing this out there. Oh, how would Christ. you feel instead of if we got the tuxedo, we had like a variety of maybe smaller 
items that were kind of show related and fit as just I wanted to read on that because I was told I could spend to the cap. So if we had extra money after the tuxedo or if we just missed entirely, I could still try to acquire things. Well, no, I just no, I'd like I, to, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't say, say there was any any hint of uh, of approval for that. What, no, what, I asked for what? it and I got approval. I didn't I, I asked I talked. To I would say it's that. not worth spending the money on smaller things that we're not as passionate about unless it's something that really fits. Like the only thing I was interested in was the tuxedo. So I guess it would, yeah, it would depend on what the other stuff is. So there's a variety. I put some of them in the chat. They made uh, for the Fast and Furious movie a Dom Toretto license with Shrek on it for some reason. I thought that was great. They were actually auctioned off the uh, bowling hat, pins, and balls from the bowling scene in the Flintstones movie. It's like that show specific. Um, <laughs> The thing I was most excited about is right after the tuxedo was the baseball outfit from the, the Twilight movie and the baseball scene, which is a great one of the greatest scenes in that whole series. We're kind of a baseball show. So I thought we had room. We're not really a Twilight show. No, but I mean, we're kind of a baseball show and it's we're an a iconic baseball, baseball podcast. Scene. Yeah. And that's the baseball equipment. I'd say yeah. uniform and all that. Um, so it got to auction day. I made I made a strategic decision on this what are you laughing at jeff i'm fucking hate you why do you hate me i'm just telling you what happened I'm son of a bitch. If, we, if this doesn't end if this doesn't end in us getting that fucking tuxedo and we end you up with the goddamn twilight merchandise thousands oh. of dollars on something else haven't you that's what you've done no i'm not saying any i'm just trying to get to where oh, we're at so i i made a realization i did my research because i was the only one that showed up and it was my responsibility. I was told strictly cannot go over 3K. That's the max, not a penny over. Doesn't mean so, go to 3K. No, nah, it's not what I did. You're just making assumptions of what happened. So I made the choice. Because Gavin, you, did, before you tell us, are we yes. going to, do you predict we're going to be pleased with what you've done or not? I, I, no, no spoilers for that. Hey, but let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Am I gonna have to? Am I gonna have to use my founder card to smooth stuff over after this? I don't think so. Uh, okay. For a split second, I thought that was a special credit card that you have. That I realized what you were saying. <laughs> well, I do have. I am a member of the Founders Club, which does okay. give you a card, which gives you <laughs> discounts on hotels. But this is more like uh, founded the company, and I can get us out of a jam if I need to. Right. No. I really hate doing that, though. No. No, I would if I would have spent thirty thousand on Star Trek merchandise though, I would expect you to use the founder card to literally murder me. That would be fine. I'd approve that <laughs> that that decision. But so what I learned in the auction is that there's a minimum bid and then there's their projected windows for bids. And I think Gavin, you've said that you've used this site before, so maybe you know about this. I don't know. But essentially the minimum bid is below what their lowest expected amount is, but unless the bid hits the lowest expected amount. They will not sell you the item. They right. will just not offer it to you. So I think the amount. lowest. Exactly. So I think the lowest bid you could place on the tuxedo was one thousand dollars. But their lowest entry point to buy it was two thousand. Now, there's also fees. There's like 30 percent in like additional charges based on how much your bid is. And then there's taxes and there's shipping. So I did the math. And I determined that essentially the most we could spend is 2000 which is the floor for getting the tuxedo itself. I would have paid the extra if you would have texted me. I was I, yeah, told I also specifically, talked about this last time. Yeah. I warned you that we would need more than that. 
Yeah, I was, and that we all agreed. Gavin and I both agreed. We said we'd put money in. Well, you weren't there, first Wait, of all. And what? second of all, I'm always told, a text away. I'm always a text away. I was told <laughs> specifically not to cross 3,000. Your issues with Eric, it is not with me. I was told to not cross 3,000. So I put 2,000 in. And then I asked Nick if he wanted to do the auction with me. And even he was busy. It's something going on at that exact time. So I recorded and Nick captured the video of it. We have the 17 minutes going into the tuxedo and the tuxedo itself. And we had the minimal bid that we could possibly have to get it. If anyone, if a single person would bid a cent over us, I could not counter that based on what my instructions were. And we got to the tuxedo. Dude, you've done some interpolation with those instructions. Nobody said anything about shipping costs Jeff, and taxes stuff. We just told you to spend $3,000 on the damn tuxedo. You we were not part of... We no. would have worked the rest out. Jeff, to hey, be dictionary fed, kid, <laughs> shut up for a minute. I'm talking to do about conversations I had with somebody else that wasn't you. These were instructions I was given. I very responsible here. I've uh, been so responsible, you're just yelling at me for no reason. So I put the bid in. <laughs> And I watched in fear by myself because nobody else was around in terror. And I'm delighted to say that we own the fucking tuxedo. Hey, I finalized hey, it today. Hey, we got hey. it. Not a single <laughs> person bid no on it. No one wanted it. Oh no my nobody. God. <laughs> we have it. That is the best news ever. Dude. Congratulations. Andrew, you've taken something. You took it on your own, and you nailed it. That never happens. Andrew, I got to say, I believed in you from the start. I <laughs> knew you were going to pull this off. I was just telling Eric the other day, we were in California together. I was like, trust in Andrew. You always got to trust in Andrew. He'll never steer you wrong 100% of the time. Oh, my God, that's amazing. So it was terrifying. And as I said, I don't know if we're going to release it or what it will look like, but there's 17 minutes of me reacting to items in the auction and then <laughs> watching it happen live. And he wanted the auctioneer wanted so badly for any other action from anyone. He was desperate. He was like, this is I would just wear this out. This is a great tuxedo. This is fantastic. Going once. This is a great tux. Everyone, look at how great this Jackie Chan wore this. Going twice. That's Fair cheaper warning. than a lot of tuxedos. I looked at it. It's cheaper. Well, it's not cheaper. It's like $700 more than buying an Armani tux from, from like new. Correct. Oh. Yeah. It's not that much of a difference. We got a, a savings. We got the full outfit. We got a shirt that has harness holes in the back of it. We're missing a few buttons, but we can make it work. Can you I imagine buying that tuxedo just at a store and then they offer you a $700 <laughs> upgrade to Jackie Chan's one? You would do it, right? It's not <laughs> yeah. that much more. <laughs> That's great. I love the idea of them offering that as an option of like, okay, so you could get this one or Jackie Chan has worn this $700 <laughs> more. What do you think? Jackie Chan's holes. Jackie Chan did kung fu in that tuxedo, and we're gonna we own it now. Yeah, oh, we own the one from the movie. God damn. It's not even a situation where it sounds like there were multiples. Like this was the one. This, was this it, is yeah. what they used. This is the fucking thing. <laughs> so that was exciting and terrifying. I was just sweating, yelling like fucking hit the hit the gavel, hit it. Cause like stall what was stall? Why are you stalling? Why? Like he, Dude, he kept stretching that. it out. Dude, yeah, it we was have terrible. To. Uh, it was very exciting. I uh, I had had it in my head that we were going to end up with like a catcher's mitt from Twilight and <laughs> Dominic Toretto's <laughs> Shrek driver's license. And I just wanted, I, in my head, I'd already worked through it. We were just going to put it on display just like we were going to do with the tuxedo. But it was just uh -huh. going to be like in a glass case all bundled together that just said, not the tuxedo. 
I genuinely was excited about the Twilight baseball thing after it, but it went for $4,000. So it went way wow. over. It was huge. Like people, it's an iconic yeah. scene from yeah. that movie. Um, yeah, I also had the thought of like, okay, now I have it. I'm the only one here that, that knows that. How much do I want to fuck with you two about the fact we missed it or not? A tremendous like, amount, what, I would imagine. What could I yeah. do? A little bit, but I didn't want it to be like so exhausting that you weren't even excited that we got it. Like I felt like there was yeah. a fine line of like reverse salad creaming of where yeah. I did the right thing, but I still fucked it up. Dude, I didn't think uh, you had it at all. Because Jeff and I had to trick the universe yesterday into uh, hanging out at the last second, and we were both pretty convinced that we didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh man, but we did we did knock off a bucket list thing yesterday and we filmed it. Did you? Oh yeah. We can get, we can Should get I post later. it in the Discord? Uh yeah. Yeah, might as well. Um yeah. but let me just say uh Oh, you make a pizza? All kidding aside, Andrew, um I know a second ago I did that I did the funny thing where I was like I talked about how I always believed in you and I never doubted you for a second. Uh, all kidding aside, I didn't for one second think you would pull this off. I was convinced you would screw it up, and you didn't. And I want you to know you have got the biggest get out of salad creaming free card from me. Do uh, you can cash in whenever you want? The uh, final total. Is just a, is a, <laughs> you've got that. You've got to like get out of Greg free card. Where like uh, next time, whatever it is, I don't care. I'll just why I will turn the other cheek. Between the fees and the shipping and everything, it costs like two thousand seven hundred dollars. For the tuxedo that is a so bargain. we even went under the cap so we're great that is a bargain but i'd love to see what bucket list i'm assuming it's the pizza would be my guess no no okay well, well, now well first is... off let me just say this uh i mentioned kind of hilariously that gavin and i tried to go to vegas together for a vacation and i was going to go to the nba finals and uh emily got covid and so the like two days before the trip we had to cancel right well, in the back of our heads, it was okay because two weeks later, I had this trip to VidCon in Anaheim that I had to go do a panel at, which if, if you don't know what VidCon is, you're lucky. Don't look it up. You don't need to know. It's not a fun time. Uh, I, I, although I did get to experience Eric Bedore experience uh, VidCon for the first time. I wish he was here to talk about it. He was, it, was, it was really funny watching his unfiltered opinions of everything that was going on. Uh, anyway, so uh, because of that, I... Uh, I said, hey, Emily, let's go back. We, uh, we, know, we went to, before the pandemic started, we went to Disneyland with Vanessa, uh, who's one of the early bat. She's one of the people that got the bat, the original bats, uh, Emily's best friend and her husband. And so we planned to use my work trip to go to, to Disneyland. And so went down there. Uh, they were going to meet me the next day. Uh, Emily got in, flew down. I did my panel for VidCon, got out of my panel, met Eric. We did a podcast, a different podcast, just the two of us for a non-face podcast. We did the animal one. Got out of that podcast. Emily called me and was like, uh, Henry collapsed. He had a heart problem. We have to go back home. And we immediately got on a plane and went back to Austin. Henry's fine, by the way. He, he, uh, he's okay. Uh, but uh, so we had to leave in the middle of the trip. And I'd never stepped foot in Disneyland. And we had to come home. But we made lemonade. Co Gavin and I went jet skiing on Sunday. I see you've posted a video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I meant to say, Gavin and I went jet skiing, and then at that point in my head, the video would play for everybody. Okay. But you probably have to hit play. <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Play the video. hit play on this? Okay, I'm anticipating this being a certain thing. I'm going to watch this. It's eight seconds. Don't wait for us. I feel like that was the least thrilling version of what just happened, but that is definitely... 
That's definitely a bucket list item. That is a high seas, hmm. high five, buddy. Gavin and I did a high five on jet skis. And that cheer, that, that like shout from me after it happens, that isn't me cheering. That's me screaming in agony <laughs> because it hurts so much, even at like five miles an hour, which I think is the slowest I can go on that thing. It hurts so much. My hand hurt for like four hours after we went. <laughs> I kept looking over and he was like, he shook it for the rest of the day. <laughs> so we're working our way up though. That's a five mile an hour high five on jet skis. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we. Th that's the final attempt. We did it three times. The first time we did definitely hit each other. Uh, <laughs> the, one the one before that, we high five, oh, no. and I immediately crashed into Jeff's jet ski, which caused Emily to like rock back and accidentally Wait. stop recording. Oh no! So, so the next no, time we don't have video of that. Uh, oh, we do, but this was we, we do. Yeah. We oh, I feel like that's the better video, honestly, this than the is, one. But this was the out. much better high five, the one that Gavin showed. Yeah, uh, but I feel like the footage is better for the other one. Just, this is just like a, it's good, but it's not, I don't know. So the next next step is we got to hit ramps. We're going to do it in the air. <laughs> that's a huge step. That's, what do you mean? That's the next step. I feel like there's so many steps between those two things. What about <laughs> aiming for like seven miles per hour instead of adding <sighs> air? Oh, oh, this, is, is this another one? Is this the crash one? This is where I yell at him like <laughs> so you're, you're riding up. Well, oh, that's a good one again. <laughs> There's a little bit of. No, I that think was this the, is a. That was the bump, and then <laughs> Emily oh, yeah. always fell off and stopped recording back. So. <laughs> and what you oh, can't yeah. see really in that one is that um, I'm like stuck sideways at the beginning because for some reason the jet ski turned off. So for the for the run up of that, I'm trying to figure out how to turn on my jet ski again. <laughs> <sighs> that was fun. Yeah. I mean, it looks great. I think it's a great starting point. We definitely now know that this is possible. Oh, super it's, possible. Super possible. Working out the specific Good proof of concept. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. The most badass bike stunt starts with the smallest of bunny hops. It, it takes a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah work your That's way up. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. And Gavin and I made a lot of lemonade out of the fact that I have had two vacations in a row canceled. And this one, <laughs> literally, I fl Emily and we flew to L.A., uh, Emily flew to LA, had lunch, and then got back on a plane and went home. She's <laughs> <laughs> so slept in the same bed the whole time. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, speaking of another uh, adorable thing, Henry did. Let me let me show you a photo. I'll. Uh, <laughs> oh man, is it the least favorite thing for you guys when I have to? Uh, try yeah, to do it, this stuff? really. Well, it depends. Sometimes it can be so bad it's great. <laughs> If it's just in the middle, it's not as fun. This is on the day before we left for oh. for Los Angeles. I was working okay. on my laptop and I set it down on this little bench, little leather bench by <laughs> my bed. And when I came back five minutes later, see Henry. Uh, Henry is uh, he's he's a, he's an elder gentleman now. So uh, we dress him at all times in a bow tie and a diaper because he's uh, he has accidents. <laughs> I forgot to put the diaper on him, and he uh, <laughs> he peed thirty seven gallons directly onto my laptop. <laughs> so when I came back to pick up my laptop, it just urine <laughs> fell out of all the ports. <laughs> That's so much piss. That's that a colossal amount of piss. Can we wow. talk about how unironically the picture's the wrong way as well? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's me. It's, I know. was thinking about the classic yeah. Jeff photo. 
Uh, so I uh, had to buy a new laptop that day. <laughs> that guy. No. Uh, yeah. Just dead. Oh no. Straight up dead. Uh, he didn't I, mean it. Uh, no. I can't. That's so much. It looks like a Rorschach of piss, like the way that it, it bends and. Out of all the places from the pee, I'm glad it was on my laptop. Uh, hey, I, I, I got a piss boiled biography. <laughs> I got a brand new uh, MacBook Air, so I mean it's the M1 chipset. Hey, congratulations! A brand new <laughs> it's, old it's, MacBook Air. It's obsolete as of July, <laughs> but yeah, I needed the laptop for work. So what am I gonna do? Could you just wait a month for a not, you know to not have a laptop? No. <laughs> that's your okay. Uh, uh, another funny thing. While we're talking about shit that's costing me money, uh, did I tell you guys that I I I wrecked my car recently? No. I don't. Well, you wrecked my I, car. I wrecked your car. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. So I have a one. I have two cars and a one car garage or one car driveway. And so when I had my yard work done, I had them like eke out as much of a second area as possible so now i have like a one and three quarter driveway so to get my car in the driveway requires some like austin powersing around shit but i'm used to it i'm good at it i i i enjoy the challenge but the other day i was in a hurry about a month ago i was in a hurry and i just i was just like taking millie somewhere and i was stressed out and i wasn't paying attention and i i clipped this pole pulling out of my driveway and so i just scraped a bunch of paint off the driver's side of my uh passenger or my rear door and so I took it to a collision place or I took it to BMW and then they told me the place to get it repaired. And so I took it to these guys. I had to get on a waiting list for three weeks because they're so busy. Finally, last Wednesday, I dropped it off because I was going out of town. I was going to be at, you know, VidCon and Disneyland and whatnot. I, uh, I drop it off. And then I start immediately getting like really verbose texts from them like, hey, I just want to let you know we removed the quarter panel and we started spraying the quarter panel. And when that's done, then we're going to do this and that. And just like a ton of information. It's like really cool. Then at Friday, while Emily and I were uh, running around trying to get back to Austin, uh, I missed a couple phone calls. And I thought that's weird. And I was ignoring it because I was trying to drive from Anaheim back to, to LAX and book a flight and stuff. And uh I got a text after that that was like, hey, it's so-and-so from the collision place. Uh, hey, I'll, give me a call on Monday about your, about your car when you get a chance. And I looked at Emily and I thought, that's bad. And she's like, what do you mean? He just wants you to talk on Monday. And I'm like, yeah, but every other text I've gotten from these guys has been really informed, like overly so, you know? And, uh, and this is just sort of, a, sort of a, hey, just give me a call when you get a chance, uh, very vague. And I thought like, that's not, a, they, they've, they've done something to my car. And she's like, you're being paranoid. So this morning when I woke up, the first thing I did was call them. And uh, he was like, yeah, gee, uh, really sorry about this. Um, we had your car already. It was all painted and we got it all set up. And uh, then we were going to drive it over to BMW for a, a certification. We got to certify these you know, cameras or whatever and get them calibrated there. And uh, well, we were pulling out and uh, well, uh, we hit we got into a car accident with your car. <laughs> and uh, no, no. <laughs> They, they wrecked, wrecked my, my car. car. <laughs> <laughs> After they fixed it, they wrecked it. So they're like, you know, obviously we're going to repair it and we'll get it certified by BMW and it won't cost you a dime. And we're really sorry, but we're going to need it another week because we wrecked your car. <laughs> what do they do? Do they hit another car? Or they just <laughs> they, they got something, somebody in a, somebody in a truck ran into it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> 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 while they 
<laughs> so when do you you get your car back next week at this point? I was supposed to get it today. <laughs> now I think hopefully I get it Friday. Uh, wow. Emily was like, man, you were way cooler about that than I would have been. And I was just like, what are you going to do? I mean, fucking. Well, I mean, as long as it's their insurance, right? It's just yeah, they're fixing it. But it's like, okay, at this point, like, sure, why not? Throw it on the pile. Fucking. Who <laughs> 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 fucking cares? We already ate two entire vacations to Vegas and Disneyland in the last two weeks. Why not? I just I, bought a new laptop for no reason. Like, just fucking, to say, yeah, I'm trying to look in the, the raw shack of piss to see if there's a car crash in there that I could spot. Oh, oh my God. God. Uh. So when did the laptop happen in relation to the car? Was this after? Lap yeah, I, the laptop. Ha I dropped the car off Wednesday morning Henry peed on the laptop Wednesday afternoon. Okay, so you didn't know that your car was going to get destroyed. I didn't find out my car was destroyed until Friday, <laughs> until well today. But I had an I had an inkling on Friday evening. <laughs> yeah, something was wrong. Yeah, or maybe Tuesday I dropped my car. Anyway, yeah, it had been over a couple. Of days. That's incredible. So, so apart from the course, uh, things are uh, things are going j about like uh, like pretty pretty normal in Jeff's world. Just want to give you guys an update. Well, I almost I said it in bed in, in bed this morning. I told Emily, I said, on the bright side, at least nothing's happened to the. And she goes, shut up. And so I didn't I didn't actually say it out loud. But, it's an uh, annoying step to verify the cameras. Is it like if they swap parts, they don't don't work until BMW sign off on it? I don't know. I think I think because it's like cause it's a BMW like certifies their cars and the repairs and stuff. So they only work with certain uh, body shops. And then there's a, uh, yeah, I guess they have to like do it sign online. off on it. I don't know. I'm on my phone quite a bit, uh, whether it's using social media apps or maybe getting food delivered all sorts of reasons why I use it. Uh, but the scary part is, is that your phone carrier collects data on whatever it is you're doing. Verizon is even admitted to it. They say it so that they can better understand your interests, but really all they want is to sell your activity to advertisers. Stuff like the sites you visited and what you've been up to online. The more they can get on you, the larger their paycheck becomes, which is why I use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that prevents your phone carrier from being able to see the sites that you visit and sell it off to third parties. All it takes is one tap of a button, and all of your network data gets encrypted and rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers for ultimate privacy. Not only does it shield your web browsing, ExpressVPN protects all of your network data, so you can stay private even when using your favorite apps. Whether you're an iPhone, Android, or even a tablet user, ExpressVPN works on all your devices. The best part is one subscription can be used on up to five devices at the same time. I have my whole family using ExpressVPN too. When your phone carrier tracks you, that's a gross invasion of privacy. You can either keep letting them cash in on you or visit expressvpn.com face to get the same VPN I use. Take back your online privacy today and use my link to get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash face. Expressvpn.com slash face. You know what sucks is when you're on like a walk or working out in some capacity and your earbuds won't fit like I have it where I'll be enjoying a podcast or listening to music and I've got standard ears. It's not an ear issue and they just won't fit like they keep popping out or you feel like you have to adjust them. But that's why Raycon's new fitness earbuds provide a maximum secure fit so you'll never experience that again. Raycon's fitness earbuds help you take your workout to the next level with the power of premium sound and smart tech. 
That's why they were featured in Esquire Magazine's Best Gadgets of 2021. They were voted Best Earbud of the Year. They were developed and tested to stay in your ear during the toughest of workouts. These earbuds deliver maximum comfort, stability, and the most secure fin on the market. The unique earbud build, interchangeable gel tips, and Raycon's new ear stabilizer attachments create three layers of earbud personalization for the perfect in-ear fit. Plus, they offer unbeatable battery life, nine hours of playtime, and 54 hours of battery total, nearly double the battery life of other brands on the market. Raycon's customers love them. They've given the product over 35,000 five-star reviews. With Raycon, you get the top-of-the-line earbud functionality and highest quality sound at half the price of other premium audio brands. I love Raycons. They're fantastic. I use them to listen to music or podcasts. They're great. Now is the perfect time to pick up a pair of Raycon Fitness earbuds. Right now, my listeners can get them for $20 off. And if you go to buyraycon.com face and use my code on the page, you unlock an additional 15% off. Go to buyraycon.com face to get access to this limited time offer. It's too nice out to be too damn high. Just because we've aged out of summer break doesn't mean we don't need to chill out. Ditch the munchies, paranoia, and potency of today's weed with Dadgrass. Dadgrass is legal organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Dadgrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp that's easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. They offer a variety of products from their token smokable pre-rolled joints as well as hemp flower and a variety of CBD tincture drops. Enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Go to dadgrass.com face to check out their products. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com face. Go to dadgrass.com face for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash face. So I might be able to turn turn your day around a little bit, Jeff, with, with telling you about some victories you've had against me without even knowing it. I'm also, I'm losing money too. Try to fight you in ways you don't even know. I'm down $80 at this point. I don't, don't, don't want to fight you. <laughs> Why are we fighting? So this goes all the way back to when you mailed me the giant thing, a bubble wrap. That was that was part one of this. You you were so kind, being thoughtful, taking care of me. Why make sure I'm okay? You sent me a giant thing, a bubble wrap from Amazon. So I decided that I, I need to return the favor because no, you know, I love giving gifts to people. It's so it's such a great feeling, you know, show somebody that you care about, uh, you love them, get them something nice. So you got me the bubble wrap. I was laying in bed. I couldn't sleep. And I thought, what would be a great gift for Jeff? And then I just thought, what if what is the most amount of bananas I could send Jeff at one time? Because you're a big banana guy. You love bananas. So I, I mean, hopped on. I would say I like bananas about as much as Emily likes swans. <laughs> it's like an average amount. <laughs> like an a average B, amount. I'm a B minus banana. You're fan. a B minus banana fan. So I, I went on and I made an account. I used the free trial for Amazon Prime on Amazon.com. And they have a fresh section where it's like a grocery <laughs> delivery service they have. Yes, I'm familiar. And I it was it was like 1 a.m. And I was like, you know what? These are pretty cheap. They're two pounds a bag. I'm going to send Jeff a thousand pounds of bananas <laughs> tomorrow. I'm just going to do this. So I did it. And I had sent 
And then I went to go back to sleep again. And I did this from my tablet. Thousand pounds. I sent Jeff a thousand pounds of bananas. Half a ton of bananas? I sent 500 two pound bags and I hit clear. And then because I'm unfortunately not a bad enough person, I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't know what, Je maybe something's happening in Jeff's life. I don't know his schedule. I didn't want it to be like Todd Margaret where all the food and all the animals take over the house. Like they'd like a bunch of animals would eat a thousand pounds and scatter it everywhere and just move into your home. I felt really bad about it. So I canceled the order five minutes later and I went back to bed and I just went about my day. And that evening happened to be a very important family dinner that I was paying for, that I was, I was going to cover. And it was oh. like this built-up dinner. It was very exciting. I was so happy about it. And I get to the place, and I give them my card, and they say, uh, it doesn't, it's not going through. And I thought, oh, that's weird. So <laughs> then I gave them my other card, and they told me, yeah, this one isn't going through either. And that's, that's all the money I have. So I'm like, what is... I don't... Give me a minute. I'm going to try to... I got to figure this out. So I left... And I had to search. Thankfully, I had cash. I never have cash. I just happened to have cash. I was able to pay for it, but I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And so I was looking at my phone and they, they deactivated my account because I bought so many bananas. They thought it was a fraudulent charge. I got a text at like 2 a.m. that I just hadn't, I didn't notice. And my account had been locked the entire time. So then I was on hold for like two hours that evening trying to get them to unlock my account. Didn't work. So I've lost I've lost time at this point for, for Jeff and this, this issue. And that fell apart. It was a disaster. So I was able to get the dinner. Everything was okay. But I almost couldn't buy this really important built-up dinner because I bought f 500 bags of bananas to be sent to Jeff's house. <laughs> so that was having to explain to people. Like, there was a moment where I thought I might not be able to get this. And having to explain why, it was ridiculous. So then that happened. Some time passes. We're nearing episode 100, and I thought, you know what? This could be a great time. The way that we had to record that episode, we'd have a two-hour window. I am going to send Jeff like 600. I was re reduced. I realized so how Amazon Fresh works is, let's say you want to buy 1,000 bananas. You put in 1,000, and they'll say, oh, I can't do it, but we do have 700. So I just always put in a high number and see whatever the max is. Mm -hmm. So for episode 100, I thought, I'm going to do this again. So I signed up for Amazon Prime again, and I was getting ready to do it. But then I had a thought of like, well, I don't know. You know what's going on with Jeff? And then, Jeff, you had uh, you almost quit this podcast because of the dinger video of you missing. Like it was, you were not happy. So then I was like, I cannot send this man 800 pounds of bananas. This is not a good time. I'm going to just hold off on this. So I, I held off and I hadn't thought about it until last week. I'm looking at my credit card statement and I notice a $20 charge from Amazon and I don't know what it is. And I look at all my accounts. I can't figure out. I didn't order anything. I realized I forgot to cancel the trial from episode 100. So I've been being billed $20 a month for the past three months because <laughs> I just forgot to turn it off. So that's I'm now down $80 in like three hours of time and I've almost ruined a family dinner. Then last week, I don't want to get into like the specific. I had one of the worst weeks I've had in a long time. Oh no, just terrible. So oh, I'm sorry, buddy. And I missed, I missed a break shit because of it that I was gonna be on. I was excited about it, and I so, so I watched too. it. I watched it on like Saturday night, <laughs> and I'm having the worst week. I'm just miserable, not good. 
and you took a shot at me and it hurt my feelings because of the week as a whole. Yes. I was I was angry. Well, I that's how I felt with the Dinger video. I was just at a I was at a weak point and you took a shot at me when I wasn't prepared. What shot did I take? I'm very sorry. Eric played the soundboard and then you said that's as much as Andrew contributes normally. And I was like, <laughs> I fucking oh. hate you. Because it's tough and I try really hard on that show. And that's like one of my anxiety points is because you guys have so I know much that more spirit. Something you are t- frequently nervous about just because it is it's live and oh. yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to get words in and all that. So I was mad at you and I thought, this motherfucker. And I've had I've just had a bad week. So I thought, oh, you know what this guy loves? He fucking loves swimming pools. He loves swimming. What can I do? What can I do to the kindness of my heart? I noticed last time I was on there, they sold gallons of water for 89 cents each. And I was like, oh, you know what? I want to be really nice to Jeff. I'll buy him some water for his pool. So when his pool gets there, he'll have the water to put it in. Let's buy some water for Jeff. And so I went to load up as much as they could. And since 100 in that time, they have changed their system. I could only send you a max. Everything had order amounts to it. I couldn't go for the max. I could only send you three gallons at a time. And I couldn't regularly schedule it. So I wanted to send you 10 <laughs> gallons of water every day for the month of July. But they would only let me send three per week. So that was ruined. And I was like, well, that was, that was pointless. I can't even do anything with this. I'm down another 20 for another month of Amazon. I'm down $80 and three hours. And you keep beating me and you have no idea that this is even happening. It has been an well, infuriating <laughs> one-sided losing war. Oh, man. Well, for the record, uh, congratulations. I think that you single-handedly are changing the way Google Amazon or Google Amazon. (laughs) You single-handedly are changing the way Amazon Fresh works. It sounds like they're having to put protections in place in the app because of you. Uh, And then I have no memory of saying that joke, but it's very funny and it sounds like something I would say. So I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I was not happy about it. (laughs) Are you over it now? Are you over it now or are you still mad? No, I, I, I mean, I still don't love it, but it's, I'm not upset with you about it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean it. It was just a joke. Do, do you, I'm Andrew, sure. do you think any of your bad week originated in, in your sock choice for the week? Oh, maybe I need to get into socks because I, I don't, I'm not a socks guy. So maybe, have you had, what are the updated results of your, your sock wearing? Um, pretty okay. Just been still avoiding those red new ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you still haven't tried them. Still not, still not going to use them. I will say, Andrew, you sent me a lovely uh, birthday card. It was a get well soon card, but it was re- <laughs> reskinned as a as a birthday card. It's a banana on roller skates with a cup of coffee and a boombox. And was he that like says, a hint? Uh, <laughs> he says, "Just wanted to say yellow. Hope you're peeling well, and I am peeling well. And I thank you for the happy birthday card." And it meant a lot to me. Andrew also sent me a link to a YouTube video. In He just wrote out the link to the YouTube video in the card. And uh, Emily and I both spent about 45 minutes trying to different permutations to figure out how to get it to work. We eventually gave up, decided that it's just miss. It, he just wrote it down wrong and uh, mentioned it to him. And he says, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> how unsatisfying. Yeah. Well, okay, so the thought process with that was I just thought it was absurd to write a link in physical form, and it's so much work for the person who's getting it. Yeah, and it so, was. 
And so I pulled up a YouTube video of a happy birthday song, and then I just changed one of the numbers and made sure it went nowhere, and then I just wrote that. So everything is right oh but God. one number, and I was hoping that you would try multiple times and that it would be an annoyance. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> I gave up, and Emily's like, I'll try. And then she tried for a while, and then eventually oh. I was like, I bet. I mean, the whole, the whole time I'm like, I don't know that this was ever supposed to work to, to begin with. <laughs> This might have been the whole point of the card. Uh, no, I just wanted I, I had a card and I thought I'll send this to Jeff. I don't know. Maybe I'll get into maybe letter writing become a thing I get into. <laughs> Jeff had a little birthday party. It was it was quality. Oh yeah. Oh, Happy birthday to Jeff. Thanks, man. I did. I forgot. That was uh, that was two weekends ago. Uh we went swimming. We had a little I rented a swim or Emily rented a swimming pool for us and we went swimming for the day. Did you post any videos of that? I don't think so, no. Did you? Uh, I don't know. Should we, should we, we some... show Andrew the one of you on the diving board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah diving. Sure, if you have it. Oh, yeah. there's lots of diving. There's a big ass uh, diving board. Are you still uh, feeling the effects of being bitten by a swan? Do you still feel like 20% more graceful than you No, I feel, I know, I'm back to normal. Also, uh, <laughs> okay. I tried desperately to show Gavin and Meg the swan, but we, he was not there yesterday. It's true. He did not make an appearance. Are you, are we waiting until, are I think, you I think the we're video? waiting for, uh, okay. <laughs> he's looking for his phone. I did get this. I'm very excited. Oh, this. hey, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, it's, it's a, it's going to be in the slack. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. File size too big. It's just too powerful. I'm excited. So is this you, cause you dove through a ring last time, right? Was the last diving <laughs> video we got of you. What type of dive are we looking at here? I don't even know. There was that much diving that you don't even, you can't recall? We just dove all, I dove for like four hours straight. At one point, I dove all my limbs through individual little hoops. Gavin had the dive of the day. <laughs> the absolute <laughs> dive of the day. We had this, well, watch this and then, yeah. Okay, I'm going to watch this. Oh, it's a slow motion Jeff dive. Doing a little wave, little Queen's wave, transition. Amazing form. Looks like you missed the pool entirely. Oh, there we go. There's the water. It's like an infinity pool with a diving pool on the other side. So I like, see. It just looks like it fell off the world. It uh, does. It looks like you just vanished. That should be a seven second clip. I'm not sure why it's a minute long, but that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> just like untrimmed it. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've never experienced a cheer so big in my life. Like we were just trying to do like funny dives after a while, like diving through the rubber ring. And then there were these little like toss, like what was it ring toss hoops? Yeah, it was like blow up ring toss for like a floating flamingo. Yeah. And then suddenly there was just like four of them floating in the diving area. So I just, I did a little springy dive, jumped straight up the air, and then tried to thread both legs and both arms through the hoops and I just came crashing down on them and I couldn't really tell what happened and then I realized as I was slowly floating to the surface being pulled up by the hoops and I arose from the water with one on each limb and everyone was just like ah it was yeah like, it, it was, was a really big accomplishment he he's currently the he currently is the world champion at uh at uh limb spear uh, which is the name <laughs> game right now. I did. I did. A, I was like, I we'd been trying it for a while. My best was two. I got both legs in. Emily got three, two arms and a leg. And then Gavin showed up and just nailed it. And then he floated to the top like in slow motion. 
It was it was really cool. I wish we'd have been filming that moment because it was definitely the dive of the year. Gavin you know, has like, dive of the year, hands down. In eighties and nineties <laughs> movies, where the the movie ends on a freeze frame with like yeah. the main guy smiling and everyone around him celebrating, it felt like that moment. It felt like the first freeze frame moment of my life. I would actually love to see a like strictly like looked at viewed dive of the year competition i want there to be a dive of the year like i want to be able to see there's a leaderboard of what dive of the year is a dive of the year every year would be fantastic maybe that's something we should get into declaring the official dive of the year yeah are you a dive guy andrew uh no i wouldn't say i'm a dive i enjoy falling the falling part is fun but not a dive it's the coordination the lack of coordination is really the issue with me with the dive but the jumping off of a thing always good yeah that was my first experience with a, a bouncy diving board it was very fun. really yeah hey Wait. uh <laughs> sorry as opposed to what well, i was just like what do you mean a bounce like, like are there like a rigid one like you know if you're like at a like a high dive pool or something it's just like a big solid one instead of a springy one yeah and this is like this is so i i consider myself pretty familiar with diving boards uh, I realize uh, this is like the diving board you would find at a public pool in the 80s. That's like extra springy, like extra, oh, wow. extra springy. It's got like it's like twice the size of like you think of a diving board in a backyard pool and you go mm-hmm. like boing, boing and you go in. Right. This thing's got handrails. It's like three times as long as a regular diving board. Like this is a diving board we've been, I, I think, probably illegal in the city of Austin. But uh, this is out in the fucking boonies, which is why we rent it. Uh, and we go out there and dive a lot. You can get, I don't know, you can get a good 15 feet in the air off this diving board if you're jumping hard enough. Like, it is fucking serious. Yeah, I rewatched the video. The spring is insane. I don't think I've ever seen a board with that much spring to it. And then the pool that it dives into is like 12 feet deep, so you can get really nice and fucking into it. It's good. <laughs> I like that I have no concept of the pool that you actually dive into. <laughs> I, I, you can't see I haven't seen a single actual dive from the angle that you have. We, uh, uh we, it was funny because I was just diving pretty much throughout the day, but like everybody else had to work their way up to diving off that diving board. Trevor, all those guys were like, oh, I'll give it a shot eventually. And then once everybody did and they realized how much fun it was, you couldn't keep them off. It's great. Hey, I had a dream about you last night, Gavin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not good. So, what, yeah, go ahead. Um, it was weird. And I don't know what to think about it, but, uh, the dream started with me on your front porch pushing your doorbell. <laughs> I go, okay, I'm pushing the doorbell. And then I push the doorbell. And as soon as I push it, I think, why did I do that? And then I look down and I'm like, why am I, why am I on Gavin and Meg's front porch? Am I bringing something to them? And I look around and I'm like, I must be delivering something to them. And I look around and I got nothing. And I'm like, did I forget it? What did I forget? What was I bringing? Am I even bringing something? Was I supposed to tell them something? What am I supposed to tell them? And then I thought, oh, no. What time of day is it? Is it even like an appropriate time to ring their doorbell? And I look at my watch and it's 9 a.m. And I think, is 9 a.m. appropriate? Is it too early? It's a little early. And then I'm like, how did I get here? And right then uh, I hear Gavin and Meg, like, because it's a dream, right? So I mm-hmm. hear them in their bedroom in bed, like clearly as if it's like filtering to the house. And I hear Gavin go, what? Oh, <laughs> rings a doorbell and Meg's like it's too early in the morning and he's like we're still in bed and they're just like narrating all of my fears and he's like I got it better be important 
and Meg's like, it's not going to be important. It's not going to be worth it. Don't go. And he's like, I've got to. They rang the bell. They wouldn't if they didn't need me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And Gavin's like, I've got to put shoes on. And I can like hear him putting shoes on in the bedroom. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. What do I do? He's going to be so mad at me. Meg's going to hate me. And I'm like looking where to hide. And I'm like trying to hide behind a plant that's on your thing. I'm like, that's not going to work. And I run into your garage and I can't get your garage open. And then I'm like, oh, I'm tampering with their house. And then I run around the other side and there's like a fence. And I'm like just trying to figure out where to hide so that you don't get mad at yelling at me. And then I, like, and then I realize, oh, my God. He's got cameras. He'll just see me running around his house. I better just face the music. And I'm like, oh. So I just like, fuck it. And I walk up to the front door and I like have my head down. And I just stand in front of your front door. And I can just hear you coming through the house going, oh, I just can't fucking believe it. It's a Saturday. I went weird. And Meg's like, tell him to go away. And I can just hear you stomping. And they're like, oh, the cat's in the way. And like, and then right as you get to the door and I can hear you like opening the front door. And I'm like, this is going to end our friendship. And then I woke up. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you know the saddest part about that dream is there's an alternate version where it's just the entire time Gavin's struggling with an unflushable toilet. That's the real loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't hear me check in the breaker. <laughs> no, 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 none of that made it into the dream. Wow. It just was, so it wasn't even you trying to turn off my morning shit. <laughs> no. No, I didn't know why I was there, and then I was so scared that I had inconvenienced you and Meg, and that it was going to end our friendship. And you were so, and I was just like <laughs> terrified hearing you stomp down a hallway uh, to get to the front door. And then right when you were about to let me have it, I woke up. I mean, that could all be real, except I, I you would never be terrified. Yeah, yeah, I was that's gonna, true. I was gonna ask, have you ever been intimidated by Gavin? No, the entirety of your <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever has. I hit him too hard once and I felt really bad about it, but I wasn't intimidated. I just felt guilty. Oh, what, what was that one? It was, we were in a, we were at a, we were at MCM in London, me, you and Dan. And I think Ben King were selling oh. like griff balls out of a booth and I, I smacked that. you in the side of the head, but I, I hit you like on the <laughs> ear and really hard and it was solid. And you looked at me like, like what the fuck is wrong with you? And I remember thinking, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I feel bad. And then you shook it off, but you were legit mad at me. <laughs> shook it, shook it up. Uh, did I get you back? Do you think? No, I don't think so. Oh, interesting. I think you were too mad to get me back, or maybe you didn't. I never know about it. <laughs> that was the year we watched Dan pee in that vodka bottle and overfill it. Yeah, <laughs> Dan. It was at those conventions. There wasn't that we knew about any sort of like vendor exclusive toilet so you just kind of had to get in the big line and uh dan was really busting and uh he'd also just been slowly working his way through this bottle of vodka i think all of us had at the booth and then he decided he would just piss in that and it was like a it was a pretty sizable bottle yeah but he, he underestimated the size of his bladder and he completely <laughs> brimmed this bottle and he didn't know what to do so he was just he's like, he's like what would i do b i'm <laughs> He's like, like, oh no, oh no. And then he just ended up with like the bottle cap in one hand, the bottle in the other. Both of his hands went up and he just had to like ride it out. He was just pissing on the carpet. No. <laughs> Three feet like, from people in the fucking line to buy t shirts. Uh, yeah, it was like round the back of the stock. It was, so, like, it was behind a wall of boxes and a curtain. Yeah. <laughs> what an animal. <laughs> oh man, have you guys seen uh have you guys seen Jurassic Park, the new one? No, no. Uh, Emily I... and I saw it with our newfound time in Austin, and uh, it's not good. 
first off. And it's a hundred it's a hundred hours long. It's very long. It's got some funny moments. Jeff Goldblum's funny. There's a few it's got some terrible characters. Uh I can't I, I'd say it's about as bad as the previous one. Um, but you know, it's cool to see dinosaurs and stuff. But anyway, we were we were seeing that <laughs> Alamo Draft House and uh it was a fucking loud movie, right? And then I uh, I had been like slipping farts out all night long, you know, because I was real gassy. And uh, I think we'd eaten like Mexican food or something earlier. So I was just like ripping farts. And uh, but it's so fucking loud, like dinosaurs are screaming and I'm just like, whatever. And uh, I like you, what are those what are the dinosaurs that kill Newman in the first one? They spit shit at you. Mm. I the, don't like, know what they're called. They terrified me. Campies yeah. or something, something, something like that. D? Something. I think those are the little ones, the campies. Oh, okay. Whatever they are, those things. I think campies just... got Peter Stormer. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so there's a scene where that dinosaur is about to spray on, uh, I think Laura Dern, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, one of the characters. And it just gets, like, insanely quiet. And I just, I wasn't anticipating that part of it because it's been such a loud movie. So I, like, like right, because it's still pretty loud, I like, I, like, try to slip out a real quiet fart. But as Emily said, it sounded like ripping leather. It just was like, and it was right when that the tense moment where the dinosaur and her face each other, and the movie just goes completely silent. So all you could hear <laughs> in the entire movie theater was my fart. And Emily goes, "Oh my god!" and then started laughing. And she didn't stop laughing. She was vibrating. The entire rest of the movie for the next 22 minutes laughing. And I'm just going like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And everybody in the theater heard and hated me. Did anyone laugh? <laughs> Nobody laughed but Emily. But you heard, you could hear Emily laughing for a long time. And I was like, I was just trying to hold it in because if I started laughing, it would have been over. Um, and so I just like sat there and ate my laughs for like 20 minutes. And then just while she just like, like fucking shook in her chair. Was this so early hard. enough in the movie that people were still eating? Uh, it was probably 30 minutes to go. Oh, okay. So everyone's probably done with their food. Probably done with their food at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, speaking of farts, I've, uh, I've started using a CPAP because I did a sleep study and they were like, yeah, you know, got a little bit of apnea. Are you, can um, you do a surgery or something to eliminate it, or are you just going to do CPAP? And uh, I think we're going to try CPAP, see yeah. what goes on. Just, I basically just wear a hose on the front of my face, going mm -hmm. up my nose. And, and it's, I'm annoyed, to be honest, that I've got sort of shrunken nostrils, considering <laughs> the size of my nose. It's like, uh, I imagine it like, you know when you find old Aperture Science in Portal 2, and there's that <laughs> giant vault door, yeah. and, then, and then you move that out of the way, and it's just a regular like eight-foot <laughs> human door. Yeah. That's my nostrils with the nose around it. <laughs> so I've got this thing going over my head, and uh, it like, sits under my nose. And, they, and it ramps up the pressure, so it detects when you fall asleep, giving you like small pressure. And then when you fall asleep, it starts like really <laughs> blasting air in. And uh, I think it's like two hours after I fall asleep, I keep waking up completely full of air. It's not working right. At some point, I guess my throat is just going the wrong way, and it is just filling my stomach with air. And I'm waking up, like, completely full like a balloon. I keep waking up at, like, 3 in the morning, just like, oh, God, and I'm there just like... I wake up and I pull the thing off my face. And I'm like, and I do like a massive burp. And I'm like, oh God. And then I'm like Googling, like my CPAP's filling me with air. 
And there's like, oh yeah, it's a pretty common thing that could happen. And I, I was reading like how to get rid of it. It's just like, well, you know, sit on a toilet and just fart it all out. So I got up, it was like three in the morning. And I'm not a big fart guy. I've got the wimpiest farts. Jeff can attest to this. I sat, yeah. I sat down at three in the morning on the bowl and it was just like... <laughs> It, like an extended, sustained 45 second fart. And I'm just like feeling myself get smaller, like a balloon. And I'm just like shrinking down as I'm farting. All. And uh, a lot of it is still, <sighs> it's quite satisfying to get all the air out. But I just don't know how to use the CPAP. I don't know why it's going down my esophagus. I can't keep it in my lungs. As soon as that thing kicks up to full pressure, it's just filling up my gut. So, so if there's any pappers out there who's, who have any tips, I think I think Gus and Jack both use it. If I'm not wrong, because uh, really? Jack had the yeah. surgery, didn't he? Uh, maybe he doesn't use it anymore because he had the surgery. But I know he used oh, to use the CPAP. Uh, but I, I hate it, and it's so uncomfortable. And I've uh, it, and I've become a fart guy. I'm I'm really sort of firing them out now. Can you? That's incredible. Can you, like, it sounds like you can replicate this, so you could set it up to record when you go to the bathroom and you could see how long of a fart you can do. <laughs> oh, definitely. You definitely. Record your, record your next, your, your next bloated fart. <laughs> it, it reminds me, there is this old Kenny versus Spenny episode where it's like these two guys that do competitions and one was like, who could have the biggest fart? And one of them shoved a hose up his ass and would blow air into it and then walk up and have these massive farts in front of the other guy just to intimidate him. You're just living that life. You're just naturally doing that. Trying to correct your I'm getting, sleep. I'm getting filled up in my sleep. Isn't it fucking bullshit that you try to do anything to make your life better and it just makes it worse? Like, here you are. You're just trying to sleep better. So you get a CPAP machine and then it tries to kill you. Yeah, I'm just trying to sleep better. So... Because if we haven't explained sleep apnea, it's kind of where you just stop breathing in the night. You'd like snore and then you stop. And the, the CPAP just keeps a constant pressure of air down so, your throat, <laughs> down your lungs, just to stop you from stopping breathing. Because it can lead to like strokes and all this bad crap. So I'm just trying to get ahead of that. But the way that it, the insurance works, <laughs> it's like linked to their servers or whatever. So I need to use it for a minimum of four hours every night for like 21 out of 30 nights and i've had it for a week and i've not completed four hours just because i keep getting filled with air which means that if i don't meet the requirement insurance doesn't pay for it anymore and i get billed i get billed for like 2500 dollars for this stupid oh what's basically an air pump for my gut twenty five hundred dollars yeah to be filled with air for nightly fart inflations. Yeah, oh it's my God. bullshit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, any tips? Welcome. So you went from not having any air to way too much air. You, you, yeah. there's no middle. In all the wrong no places. Middle for you. <laughs> and I was hoping that it would make me feel more rested. I'm having the most miserable nights of sleep. I, it's all disjointed. Oh, no. and I'm Maybe... up for two hours and I'm farting for one hour and I'm back to sleep. <laughs> Maybe you should try the. F Maybe you should try the flow the other way and stick the CPAP up your butt and try to blow the farts out the other side. <laughs> wow, this was quite an episode. We covered a lot of ground. Uh, I guess we should probably stop uh, because Nick asked us to, and I respect Nick in a way that I can't, Eric. 
so <laughs> let me just say, uh, Gavin, for your <laughs> your CPAP <laughs> revelations, <laughs> thank you. I, that is that has benefited the deep lore of face immensely. And Andrew, uh, I cannot uh, overstate uh, how important it was that you secured the tuxedo for the for it's this is for Ripkins. Believe it, because why not? Uh, new lines of business. There's no telling. Maybe, maybe we'll recreate the tuxedo shot for shot with Gavin in the tuxedo. Who knows? Be the, 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 the possibilities are limitless. I just did a, I just did a, a, a panel about like podcasting as a business and video podcasting mm-hmm. and stuff. And I used the porta potty as an example of like how to thread merch and content together and. I just going through like all the stuff that we've done with the porta potty and then like all the things that we still can and potentially will do with the porta potty yep. from like the, the like the phone box stuffing it's to the the record the vinyl all that stuff the museum that, the t- the tuxedo is like that times 10 i cannot imagine the content we'll have thanks to this tuxedo uh it's, yeah what a great thing for the redemption year what a great <laughs> thing and i'm telling you you got to you got to get out of greg free card with me buddy anytime you want to i'm I'm excited to have that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. remember that. I'm gonna keep that in my pocket. It's gonna be a clear thing. You could have, they, you could shut oh, me, you could have shut me down. Like that could have ended the tater tot thing right there. You could have just been like, boom, got the card. <laughs> I'm excited to use that one day because I absolutely am gonna need it. Undeniably, there will be more Gregging in the future by me. I like that we ended up with potentially two items for a museum. I don't know what was going to happen with Gavin's CPAP machine. If he needs to get a new machine, I think that's a fantastic museum piece. Well, also, we'll have the waveform of him farting, and we'll be able to display that in some way. My CPAP costs more than the freaking tuxedo. <laughs> it looks like a heart getting adrenaline shoved into it. The waveform of it is just massive spikes. Do you think that in the, like in the universe of the show, the tuxedo had a CPAP in it? Like they, <laughs> he could have deployed whenever he needed. <laughs> I don't think he slept in it. <laughs> it, did, it did everything. He just had to turn it the did. dial. He had to turn the dial to CPAP. I still <laughs> want to know what mashed potatoes mode is. I'm still thinking about it. They never explain. What the dance? Well, yeah, probably was did. that the mashed potatoes? I thought that was just dance. No, there was like a variety of options that they never use in the movie. Mashed potatoes is one of them. A mashed potato is a dance, but it could just be a fun. We, Wait, it, it is? It, it is, but it doesn't It doesn't mean it had to be that dance. It could have been anything. If you hadn't blown it with the director, we could have asked him on this podcast. Well, you know, maybe this tuxedo is another bridge. Another, Dude. I could extend another olive branch. Be yeah, like, just be like, got. hey, just want you to know we now own the tuxedo from the tuxedo. Also, one quick question. What was mashed potato mode? <laughs> I think that was one of my last email. I sent him had a variety of questions. And that was one of them, I believe. It was <laughs> what is it and how were they decided? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I guess oh, we should probably wrap up. Dance. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Face Podcast. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. This has been a lively one. If you did enjoy it, or maybe uh, you just, uh, I don't know. Uh, accepted that it happened. Maybe you are totally ambivalent towards it. Maybe you didn't even think it was a particularly good episode. Either way, uh, <coughs> lie about it and tell somebody it was great. And then uh, give us a, a bunch of stars. Bye. This dance sucks. Hey guys, Major League Fan Jack with a prediction of what is happening on next week's episode of Face. 
Once again, the boys are behind, so here's a few guesses. Gavin lost his passport. Penton still won't go to Vegas. How do we clean the tuxedo? Let's promote Jack. It's time for a new challenge. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face. <laughs>